From Luminary Media, this is Karamo. You know I'm all about helping you get to the emotional core of what's happening in your life. And on this show, you're able to call in and speak directly to me to get advice to navigate those hard issues that you're going through. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey friends, welcome to Karamo. Can I tell you all that this week has been a very hard week for me because I've had two very close friends who broke up with people that they were with and they are truly, truly hurting. One of them is even thinking about, should I go back? And you know, that's a decision that we all have to figure out. How to heal, how to get closure. Is possibly going back the healthiest choice? So today I wanna discuss the impact of old relationships and how old relationships affect your mental health and how they affect your life and going forward. Listen, friends, I know that breakups can be hard AF. And then trying to get back into the dating world can even be harder. You'll be in a relationship for three years, and then you'll get out of it and think, where did all the good ones go, right? I know I felt that way with my ex before I met with Ian. And I was like, what in the world? Where were where are all the good guys? Where are all the nice ones? Where are all the sweet ones? Who are the ones who just want to talk? Who are not asking me every sexual question or or who have who don't have a job or who uh, it's just like, oh my gosh. And so when you're still dealing with the old relationships and you didn't get closure from it uh, and you're dealing with trying to move on, you find yourself asking yourself, I have to do what just to find someone to spend time with? I have to go to clubs, be on every dating app, do this, do that. Ugh, it could be exhausting. Can I get an amen, friends? Amen. But being single can even be more difficult when you truly haven't gotten over an old relationship. When you don't get closure from a relationship, you think, what if? What if we got back together? What if there's something wrong with me? What if things will never get better with anyone else? We are left with all these what ifs that haunt us. It doesn't matter how long ago the relationship ended. If you haven't got the proper closure or healed from it, you still find yourself in a space of asking what next and what now. So today, I understand how dealing with old relationships can be terrifying. So I want to start to help us understand how to process and be vulnerable when thinking about them and dealing with them. You know, 
know, as I've been talking so far, I have just been thinking about all the times that I have felt so foolish or silly for going back to old relationships. I have talked about this before, but I am a serial monogamist. I am one of those people who loves being in a relationship. Since I was 15, I have never been single. I know, it's kind of like crazy. Some of those people, I was in relationships with them twice or three times. Because for me, it's always, I want to feel comfortable with someone. I want to feel close to them. I don't like feeling alone. It's, you know, this world is a very big world. And sometimes when you get home and you're just like, it's just me, it hurts. And I, I'm not afraid to admit that. And that has been a catalyst many times for me going back to old relationships. Plus, I don't trust people easily. So, you know, having someone who already knows my dirt, I'm like, oh, you already, we already know each other. So I'd rather deal with our BS versus brand new BS. But what I've realized as I've matured is that that's just not healthy. And you have to really evaluate that because so many of us are doing this. You know, I received a voice message on our voicemail from a woman by the name of Karen. When I heard it, it really got my attention. And I wanted to share that with you all now. Hi, Karamo. First of all, I want to thank you so much for everything that you do. Whenever I need a daily dose of positivity, I come on your social media feeds and I feel so much better. But secondly, I just want some advice with a toxic relationship with myself. I feel like I keep coming back to mistakes that I made in the past and I can't let them go and I can't move forward with any real peace. And I think in any other normal relationship with a toxic person, the answer would be obvious and just to break up with that person. But what if that person is yourself? Do you have any advice for me to move forward and forgive myself for things that I've done in the past? Anything would be really helpful. Thank you so much. So friends, you can see why when I heard that voice message, why it truly struck me. Because, you know, a lot of times when we think about going back to old relationships, that are toxic, that are not good for us. It's always with another person. But what happens when the relationship that's bad for you is with yourself? And I just thought, what an interesting concept that many of us actually experience, but we never truly talk about. And I know for a fact, I have had many bad habits with myself that I have thought, you know what, I'm going to leave that in 2019, or I'm going to leave that in 2018. You know, that's all of our thing. It's like the new year. I'm leaving that behind. And then like two months into the new year, you're like, oh, she came with me, <laughs> meaning myself. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're still doing that. Okay. And when I heard this, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, many of us do go back to old bad relationships with ourselves, where we don't know how to move on. But something that Karen said, how do I forgive myself? When we go back to something that's bad for ourselves, whether it's another person or something we've done to ourselves, we start to beat ourselves up. And the more you beat yourself up, the more likely you are to repeat that behavior because you start thinking to yourself, well, I've already done it. Ugh, I'm so bad. I'm a horrible person, whatever the case may be. So you have to forgive yourself of whatever behavior it is or whatever thing you've done that is not serving you as a person. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, we're all human beings and we all make mistakes. Not any one of us is perfect. Not one of us. And if you find somebody who says they're perfect, you run for your life. Then I'm really big on creating lists, doing a little homework for yourself. Write down those things that 
are the bad relationship you're still in with yourself? What are the behaviors you're exhibiting? What are the things you're doing that you're still doing that you can't get over? Because when you can actually see them is when you start to say to yourself, you know what? If I start to do this, I can stop myself. And the way you stop yourself is two ways. It's having someone you trust try to keep you accountable. Accountability, buddy. It's like when you go to the bar. It's like bringing the friend that you know is going to make sure you don't have more drinks than your limit. Have an accountability buddy who's going to say, hey, I'm not judging you, but you asked me to remind you of when you start falling into the same patterns. Secondly, you start to write down another list to say, what is the person that you want to be? What is the relationship you deserve with yourself? I'm going to say that again. What is the relationship you deserve with yourself? Because when you know the relationship you deserve with yourself, anytime you see yourself doing things that are the opposite of that, you can stop yourself in that moment and say, hold on. You know, I always tell people growth is not an overnight journey. It takes you as much time as you need. And you can't be hard on yourself if it takes you a little bit longer than it takes someone else. Hey friends, so today we are talking about going back to old relationships. And I received a direct message in Instagram from a woman by the name of Daria. Daria wrote me, Hi Karamo, my boyfriend of four years broke up with me a few weeks ago. It was completely out of the blue. He said he had doubts about us and I had no idea. I thought we would get married someday. My head is still spinning. The pain is unbearable. It's really hard to not think about him moving on when I barely had any time to process that our relationship is over. How do I move on and stop thinking about what he's doing? He's evaporated the future that I thought we would have, and it's freaking painful. Ooh, that is the hardest. When you've been in a relationship and it ends suddenly without you even knowing That's when it hurts because you're left not having the answers and not getting the closure that you want and that you deserve. And so that lingers and makes us think about, well, what if we were able to get back together? What if we were able to talk? What if, what if, what if? It's an experience we all deal with. And I want to talk to Daria right now and help her through this. Daria, are you there, friend? I am. How are you doing today? I am doing okay. In your message, you said that you were with your boyfriend for four years and a few weeks ago he broke up with you out of the blue can you tell me a little bit about what happened basically what 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 happened was we'd had like a really lovely day we went to like a nice skills class at sort of a top and and we got back from that class he was feeling stressed about work and I was like you know like that's you know you go do some work and I'll make some dinner and of course there are a lot of dishes left over and I left them in the sink for the next day and so Sunday morning, we're having breakfast, and I was like, hey, can you help me with some dishes? And he was like, well, do you have anything better to do? And I was like, well, no, I don't have work. It's a Sunday, but, like, I'd love your help with the dishes. It became a little fight about, like, time and time management and different things. And then he ended up dropping more doubts on me, like, beyond just, like, this dishes thing. He was like, I've actually been, like, thinking about stuff for a while. I've had these doubts for a couple months and I've been talking to people about them since like January and this was like a few weeks ago and then like two weeks later we were broken up 
and uh, that's what happened. So there's some key things that I want to first acknowledge because I think, and this is again, you know, I always try to make sure that I'm a fair person. I'm hearing only your perspective. I haven't heard his side of the story. But from your side of the story, there's some key things. First of all, he was very wrong for not communicating with you. Right. Secondly, you stated that he shared with you that he talked to others about this before he even spoke to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And not giving you opportunity yet to still share your side of the story. Right. And the reason I'm starting with that is because I think a lot of times when things end abruptly in relationships, we start to think about all the things that were good and, you know, the things that we could have done. And, you know, you even shared this in your your message to me of how you still think about those things and him moving on and you can't even really process the relationship is over. So I'm breaking this down because I want you to start processing some of these things. And if these are the reasons that they ended, you got to process this because you deserve someone who's going to communicate with you good and bad, what they're feeling and what they're experiencing. Because if you were to stay in a relationship and I know the breakup is hard, I know it is right now. I, I don't even want to pretend, you know, you, you sound very strong and I know you're, you're in a good moment right now, but I want to make sure it, it, breakups are rough and yeah. you don't deserve someone who's not going to communicate with you the way you should be communicating with. And that's true for right. all of us. If someone is going to be in their head talking to themselves without giving you a chance to be a part of that conversation, you don't deserve that. The yeah. second thing is, You don't deserve someone who's going to talk to others and not talk to you. And the reason you don't deserve that is because that means they value other opinions over yours. Yeah. And your opinion is valid and your opinion should be heard. And your point of view has just as right of a place in any conversation as anyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. So before we move on, I just want to say, I already clearly hear, and this is not to take away from the relationship, four years of memories, any of that. But I want you to know that from the point of view you're giving me, you didn't deserve the things you got in this relationship. You deserved more. Yeah. I think that's very true also. And I want you to start reminding yourself that as you're going through this healing process, because a lot of times we get caught up on like, what the hell just happened? What uh, it's sort of like your whiplash. It's like, what, what, what just went on? What's going on? But I think as we can start to clarify what you deserve in a relationship, you can start to build the strength to start to heal and grow at your own pace. And part of that is remembering you didn't deserve this. You did not deserve this. And anytime you start getting into a feeling of like, well, what did I do? Whatever. You get back to the point of, I didn't deserve you not to communicate with me. I want you to say that with me. I did not deserve for you not to communicate with me. I didn't deserve for you not to communicate with me. I want you to also say, I did not deserve for you to tell other people our business before you told me. I didn't deserve for you to tell other people our business before you told me. Yes. 
I want you to hold tight to those two things because it's so important of when you're feeling down or whatever, you remember that you are such a special, beautiful being. Mm -hmm. You deserve love and honesty and respect and someone who's going to treat you right. And in the end, his character showed you that he couldn't give you what you deserved. Yeah. Yeah, it's very inauthentic, I think. Yes. What have you been doing to start mourning the future you thought you were going to have? Yeah. Um, well, I packed up all of his stuff that was around the apartment and put it away. Um, and So I, I'm, I'm going to stop you yeah. real quick. Okay. <laughs> A lot of times we think removing physical items is a form of mourning Mm -hmm. and it's not Mm. because you're packing up his stuff. It gives you a sense of relief in that moment of like, yeah, look, I'm getting rid of you. But the question I had for you was how are you mourning the future? The future, right? Because you were together for four years. What was the future? What was the future you built in your mind that you two were going to have? It was like, you know, we're going to be together forever. That's, that's a long time. Yeah. And what what does it mean being together forever? What else do you see for that future? Definitely he was thinking marriage was in the cards and kids potentially and all kinds of adventures and travel and, you know, a, a life that... So how do you, how do you mourn something that hasn't happened or isn't going to happen? Well, see, that's a really good question. You got to write down those things that you you had built up in your mind for your future. The marriage, the kids, the adventures. Go down the list. Write them down. Because the thing is, is that, of course, we know in our subconscious what those things were that we wanted with this person. But when they leave, it's like a death to those things. And that is scary and it's hard. So sometimes when you can see the things that you have to mourn in front of you, you're able to actually be able to say, oh, now let me mourn this. So with marriage, first of all, do you believe that you will still get married one day? I think so. And why I think so? Why not a yes? I know that I have work that I want to do on myself before I'm ready for that. Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure I do that for myself before I commit to getting into a serious relationship again. And that's beautiful. But part of mourning that marriage and the reason you say I think so is because the trust has been broken. Yeah. Because of he wasn't ready. Because he couldn't communicate. It doesn't mean that the trust with someone else in the future as you go on that journey towards marriage is going to end that way. Because you will. You're going to find someone who's going to love you, who's going to communicate with you, who's going to respect you, who's going to give you all the things you need. And you're going to be able to trust that they're going to give you the things you need. But you have to remember that as you're mourning this future marriage that you thought you were going to have with this guy. 
And you got to go down the list with each one of the things, with the kids, with the adventures, with everything, and mourn each one by remembering you still will have it. He just wasn't the one that could give it to you. Because clearly we know that because he couldn't even communicate with you. And you don't deserve that. Yeah. What are you thinking about over there? I'm thinking about making making my list and giving myself the time and the space to really properly mourn the future that was evaporated. Yeah. Yeah. And anytime you start to doubt it, you remember you were just with somebody, even through the good times, you were with somebody who couldn't give you what you deserved. Because if he was going to give you what you deserved, you would have been part of this communication. He wouldn't have been talking to other people about your relationship. Is that what you deserve in a relationship? No, I deserve someone who's going to communicate openly and honestly with me. Yeah. Do you feel like you have some clarity? Yes, I do. I do. Oh, I love that. I like when I hear that deep breath. Let me tell you something. Those deep breaths, <laughs> that means it's like, whew. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, every, I'm, I'm one of those people. Every time I do a good cry, I do a big deep breath afterwards. So I'm just like, I needed that. So yeah, I like to hear it. it yeah, let it out. <laughs> Listen, friend, thank you so much for sharing with me and for being open. Yes, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. It was really great talking to you, friend. Talk to you very soon, okay? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, see, in old relationships, after they end, we feel hurt. We feel stuck. We feel confused. And a large part of that is because we haven't had a chance to actually identify what we deserved in that relationship. And did we truly get it? And then after you think about that, you have to mourn. But believe me, you'll be able to heal and grow through it. 
Think about what did you lose? And as you start to mourn those things, you realize you didn't lose it at all because you still have yourself, but you're healing so that you can find what's next for you. I got a message from a young woman by the name of Maul. I think it stands for Molly. But Maul wrote, I was in an emotionally abusive, drug-addicted relationship for a year. It's been a year since I finally got out of it, and I can't seem to shake how good the good times were and how I wish we could have helped him more. I know in my brain that he's no good for me, but I wish I could fully move on from someone that only ever hurt for me. How can I move forward? You know, that happens to a lot of us where you're trapped in that moment of being like, I know this was bad for me and unhealthy for me, but I still am longing for it. I'm still wondering, what if? So I want to get Maul or Molly on the phone right now and talk to her. Maul, are you there? Yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm good, friend. How are you doing? Good. So first of all, is it Maul or Molly? It's Molly. Okay, which cool. Is everybody calls me Molly. Oh, okay, cute nickname. So, in your message, you said you were in an emotionally abusive, drug addicted relationship for a year. He was. He, yes. Was he addicted to drugs? He was. Yes. I I knew deep down that it just it wasn't healthy. We weren't happy. But like I said, the good times were so good. They keep you. You know why can't we have more good times? You know you're invested. You're, what you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But. Actually, he ended the relationship, and I always say that that's the best thing anybody's ever done for me. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely need to move past it. I just don't know why I am struggling to after so long. It's been over a year. So when he ended the relationship, what was that conversation like? Well, he was not sober, and I said, I was just saying goodnight. I said, goodnight, I love you. And he said, I love you too, but just as friends. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, I I even said to him, I said, I can't have this conversation with you when I know you're not really here for it. Yeah. Even though there was good times, which I think that gets a lot of people. It's gotten me in the past where you think about like, wow, we had some really fun and amazing times. But at the essence of it, it was unhealthy for you to be in a relationship with someone who was dealing with their addiction. Would you agree? Right. Absolutely. And so knowing that, as he ended it, you then got mixed messages and did not receive closure. Would I be accurate in saying that? Absolutely. How did it feel to, first of all, get those mixed messages? I am such a helper. Like, I wanted to help him. I would say, like, if you know what's wrong and you know what needs to be done, why can't you just do it? Why can't we just do it together? Which I know is obviously so much easier said than done especially because I'm not the person dealing with like the addiction and the issues but it just was so it was confusing and it was very frustrating that he was the one that got to ultimately decide whether we were together or not he knew that I loved him and he I think abused that like he knew that he could sweet talk me into anything for so you just well, said something to me that I want to go back to. You said you're a helper. Does that yeah. mean that in your life you give more than you receive? Absolutely. It almost feels like lonely, like I'm giving so much to other people 
and I'm not getting it back. And it, I don't know. It's, it's very frustrating. You do know, and you've expressed it very clearly, to be honest. How can you help yourself? I think just since, so since we've broken up, I've done like a 180 well, no, in my life. Even outside of, no, no, hold on. I want to, I want to stop. Cause I, I don't, I'm, I'm not concerned with him anymore. Yeah. I okay. just want to know in your life, how can you help yourself? Um, that's a good question. I know I say just like focusing on myself more and bettering myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. You're still attached to helping him. Mm-hmm. And when you're a helper to anyone, you still find yourself attached to wanting to understand what happened so that you can help them fix it. And the first step that people who are like that, especially in relationships that end abruptly, they have to erase all the external elements, especially the other people, and start to ask themselves, how can I help myself? We never take the time to figure out how we can help ourselves outside of relationships just anywhere because we're so used to saying or doing or giving what we know other people expect. Yeah. And I need you to get to a place where you know how you can help yourself. Let's start making that list. I'm big on a list. Every, anybody who knows me or has listened to me on the queer eye or here is going to know I'm all about a list. So I love a list. Yeah, right? Amen for a list. <laughs> so let's start writing that list out for you. And I'm going to give you a clue. There's no wrong answers here as long as at the end of it, it is about you being happier and healthier. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I think the biggest thing that I've done for myself is uh, I went back to college after dropping out mm-hmm. like almost a decade ago, Yeah, which I think has been really good about, you know, I have to focus on me to focus on school and it's to make my life better and yeah, taking that big step for myself Good was a really big step for me. School is a beautiful thing, but what I love even more about school is that you said to make my life better. See, that's helping yeah. yourself. What are some other ways that you can help yourself? I think a really big thing that I'm learning and just in romantic relationships and work and family is just setting boundaries for what's okay. Standing up for myself is something that I've struggled with for my whole life. And I'm really, the older I get, the more I'm learning to stand up for myself, which I think is, I think that's a really big deal for me. Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. How can you stand up for yourself more? What's something you can do daily to practice that? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So it's never easy growing, especially when we've been in a pattern of doing the same behavior for years after years. Yeah. I want to tell you the relationship that you had with him. And the reason that you're still confused and still hurt by it is because you didn't put yourself first in that relationship. No. You put yourself second. And I'm sure if we were to go through a pattern of your life, there's a lot of opportunities where you put yourself second. Would I be correct in Um, assuming that? Oh, definitely, yeah. 
And the reason that you put yourself second is because you don't know how to help yourself. Because even if we just talk about the two things you said right here on that list of how to help yourself, you said doing what makes me happy and standing up for myself. If you would have stood up for yourself with him, you would have gotten more closure than you received. And that's part of the issue. You don't have closure because you weren't in that moment able to say, no, 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 no. You don't get to break up with me right now. I have been helping you. I have been giving more to you. You have unconsciously and consciously put me through things that I did not deserve. And I didn't, you don't get to now dictate when it's done. I get to be a part of that conversation and I get to get closure from you of asking you why. That's standing up for yourself. So since you're not in the relationship with him right now, you have to start doing that by yourself so that you can get that closure. You have to start saying those things to yourself. Did you hear I just said that? You have to be able to say that to yourself in the mirror and pretend it's him. I mean, I understand that hindsight is twenty twenty. It's always like, oh, if I would have known. But the thing that we don't realize is the reason that we stay in relationships or still feel confused by a relationship or still are wondering about a relationship is because at the core of it, the relationship we have of ourselves, we never worked on. And for you in this situation, the relationship that you need to work with yourself is how can you make yourself happy? No more giving and being a helper for everyone else. The person that you need to focus on now in every area of your life is yourself. You must help yourself, but you must figure out how you need to help yourself. As you start to figure that out, you'll start to heal from thinking about this guy. You'll start to get the closure you needed because you'll start to say, oh yeah, that's right. I didn't stand up for myself. That's why he got the final word. Did you deserve for yeah, him to get the final word? No. Why not? Because it's just, I, well, I think, I don't know. It at least should have been a mutual discussion between two sober, conscious people. Amen. Not somebody that was God knows where. Yes. Yes. Every time you start to think about, the hurt and the moving on, you have to remember to yourself, I didn't deserve that because I didn't get to stand up for myself. I didn't get to get closure and I should have been a part of this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're so right. You got to start working on this relationship with yourself if you're ever going to feel healed from the things that you've went through. You're absolutely right. Do you think this is something you can do? I, oh, I know it is. Ooh, she didn't say, I don't know. <laughs> she said, I know it is. And that's I what I would love is. to hear. <laughs> Molly, I believe in you. I oh, really thank do. You. I truly do. Molly, thank you so much for calling me today. Thank you so much for talking to me. I think you just changed my whole life. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm glad I could be here for you so much, friend. Seriously. Thank you. Have a great day, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Friends, I loved having Molly figure out how to get to the core of what she needed to really be focusing on. 
Because at the end of the day, she was in this bad relationship, but she knew it was bad. But she kept saying to herself, I don't know. Well, maybe I can. I don't know. And a lot of us do that. We all go through that space of like doubting who we are. But when you actually do the work on yourself, think about what you need and how you can get it. That's when the real healing begins, not only for yourself, but for all the other relationships that you're worried about. Friends, if you find yourself dealing with old relationships or thinking about going back to an ex, you have to start to ask yourself, why you got to sort through the exact personal reasons that you didn't receive the closure you needed and if you don't know how to do that talk it out with an unbiased source such as a therapist or a counselor try to understand what is motivating your decisions why you're not able to find this closure you deserve we all must learn to take our own emotional temperature say it with me take your own emotional temperature friends so that you will know the difference between neediness and the impulse to return to a negative relationship. Also, if you have a friend that is dealing with an old relationship or is thinking about going back to an old relationship that you don't agree with, hold your opinion to yourself. Y'all hear me, friends? Your job is to support your friends in understanding what a happy and healthy relationship looks like to them. Because let me tell you something. Every time you badmouth someone's process of healing and closure, that doesn't make them want to open up to you more. You're putting them down. And if they're really thinking about going back to their ex, badmouthing their ex is not going to help the process either. You got to help them to find the strength and courage in themselves to understand what they want and what they deserve. And if you call yourself a true friend, you uplift, not put down. You heard me, friends? All right, friends, just remember that old relationships affect us all, but we have to do the work on ourselves to get the closure and to move on. Remember, I love you all, friends, and I'll talk to you very soon. Karamo is presented by Luminary Media, produced by Little Everywhere, hosted by me, Karamo. Music by Ernie Wooden and the Big Woozy Band. Remember, this is an entertainment advice show. If you need direct help or direct advice on a physical or mental issue you're currently dealing with, please contact a professional in your town who can advise you. As always, friends, for more healing and growth, check out more episodes of Karamo on Luminary Media. Hey, friends! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.